Hey, what's up, how's it? Aloha, welcome to Culture Rise. This is a space where we get to share and talk and learn culture, whether it's ethnic, whether it's social, whether it's uh, a native, uh, it's, it's a place for us to learn and, and I'm, I'm so excited. Uh, but of course, like every episode that we do, uh, we are a cultured episode. So of course, we uh, start with protocol. So. Kele my loka wiki kaye ke mahalama lama ua mahalie ah mahalie pa gainu wei ke nu maila na halo na wiki kaye nu na we cha hala nu puna javahi ne nu dalu ano ikila wei alohai 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 Oh, mahalo. Oh, mahalo, mahalo, mahalo. First of all, okay, I got to say, mahalo for being here. <laughs> I literally called you five minutes <laughs> yeah. ago. Five minutes ago. You, like, as always, as long as we know each other, you always come through. I can always count on you. Man. As I always say, you, you, you know who your friends are. When, one, they help you move, they pick you up from the airport, or they show up when you need them. <laughs> Like, what is he so, so, for right now? I know. So speaking of friends, uh, right, we have not actually seen each other for a long yeah. time. Uh, Makanani Sala, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Um, you've been away for a while. Yes. When, when, well, before we get into that, I want to ask, this is the first conversation I have. What does culture mean to you? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Without giving you a dissertation? I, I know. That's so you. I'm trying not to give you an academic answer, but really... The things we do every day, our practices, the food we eat, the traditions we have, all of it is encompassed in culture. I like that. Yeah. Um, what high school you went to? I went to the Blue and White High School up on the hill. What What are we up to right now? Like t- 10 people, yeah, 11 Kamehameha, yeah. Well, you're repping Lahaina Luna, right? You, you're welcome, Kamehameha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always say it. Really, no. though? As, as Dr. Umi Perkins, my classmate from Lahaina Luna, teaching at Kamehameha, he always says, when, when we talk about uh, Kamehameha School, he says, don't be so sacrilegious. <laughs> right. <laughs> so culture, you went to Kamehameha. Are you a lifer? Mm-mm. No? I went to Kamehameha from seventh grade. Oh, okay. Not yeah. too bad. Not yeah. too bad. Um, grew up where? I grew up in Halava. Valley or up in the heights? Up in the heights. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the valley, heights, what's right. the difference? The yeah. Ahupua of Halava. Halava. Growing up, what ethnicities are you? Hawaiian, Chinese, Japanese, Hungarian, German. Yeah. Wow. In the household, what was, what was the prominent or dominant culture? Hawaiian, for sure. Now, with that said, growing up was... Um, as you grew up, was was culture in your face in a sense where your your parents and your grandparents said, "This is who we are, mm-hmm. this is what we do," or was it more of a, did you have to use your kilo skills? Do you just observe what they did? Yeah, no, not at all. My parents were they both went to Aia High School. Mm-hmm. They weren't very cultural because their mm-hmm. parents weren't super cultural. Mm-hmm. So the extent of at least Hawaiian knowledge mm-hmm. came from, from Tutu, right? And nice. and it was really started with her calling us Popakiki. <laughs> and I never knew what that was until I went to Hawaiian language and I was like, she's calling us hardhead this whole time. You thought that was your name this whole time? I mean, cute. yeah. Tutu gave me a nickname. <laughs> and so you were you were actually lucky. You're, you're, it's, I always say people that 
got to learn from their grandparents are very lucky. With that said, um, what are, what's one of the first things you remember about it, anything cultural that you, that either either grandma taught you or you just observed? I would probably say for my grandmother was about um, was about food and was about stories. So mm. when we were small, I remember she used to tell us she grew up in a tiny place in Maui called Nahiku, which I'm sure wow. you're familiar with. Yeah, she's from... Really? Yeah, she's from Nahiku. So her family is the Lono family okay. um, on Maui. But she always used to tell us this story that her great-grandmother uh-huh. was a mo'o. So they would follow her to the waterfall and they would see her. So I would get so scared. <laughs> I would be like, what is she even talking about? But that was probably our first introdu- introduction, you know? Wow, she would pretty, tell stories. Right. Tutu just went right to oh, that yeah. oh, no, story, went, right? I, maybe that's the only one I remember. I don't know. Um... I, I did not know that. So you, Mo'oku Aoha, all the way back to, to Maui in Nahiku. Yep. If you're joining us, uh, this is Culturize. If uh, you're on YouTube, don't forget, hit the notification uh, bell. Subscribe if you got any questions about culture. We're sitting down with Makanani Salah, and uh, we're going to find out what she's been doing today. Uh, you know, she, she's taken her culture of growing up, Kamehameha School grad. So if you've got any questions for her, uh, this is the place to do it. We're going to, I want to talk about when we, when we come back, uh, your kuleana today, but before that, what brought you to that point? Right here on Culturized. Bringing you what matters. Viewers can receive the Star Advertiser digital full access subscription for just $9.95 per month. Go to StarAdvertiser.com and click on subscribe. Use the code AHIGHTHING. Bank of Hawaii, welcome to tomorrow. Member FDIC. Hey, so thanks a lot for joining us, Culturized, right here on YouTube. Hit the notification button, subscribe. Also, our website, Culturized.com. i got to thank Sundot, uh, Hawaiian Fish Flags, for uh, supplying me, for hiding my laoho, because, man, it's rough right now. Um, sitting with Makanani Salah, we're talking culture. Now, um, after coming okay, so growing up, this is what I, growing up in a household, learning from Tutu, right? You went to Kamehameha at seven years old. No, seventh grade. I mean, seventh grade. <laughs> You're like, no, get it <laughs> no, right. No, no, no. Seventh grade. Um, what was the transition like? Did did you, what was the first thing you pilied to? Namea Hawaii. Was it hula? Was it, was it music? Was it? Yeah, you know, I always, I was always a hula dancer mm. since I was, you know, three years old. So when we went to Kamehameha, it was natural to join all of the hula clubs mm. and to, you know, like art, performing art uh-huh. particularly is front and center for Kamehameha, as I'm right. sure. Other, other well, guests have told ones, you. What were you in? What, what was I in? I was in Hawaiian Ensemble, um, Ho'ike, all of that wow. stuff. I played soccer, basketball, and volleyball club. Was was what you learned growing up from Tutu uh, when you went to Kamehameha School? Was was so we talk about different cultures, right? Of course, it's Hawaiian culture, but some people go to Kamehameha School and go, "Wow, this is kind of different than what I've learned." Mm-hmm growing up was it like that for you for sure yeah, wow for sure no way. yeah because i think culture is different wherever you go uh-huh. right so kamehameha has its own culture of right. hawaiian culture or mm. subculture of hawaiian culture right makes sense so makes sense. i think that's one of the reasons you can tell already when somebody went to kamehameha because <laughs> they all have something i don't know what it is about them i mean i'm sure you could say it but it's an air yeah it's an air <laughs> this honor that they have yeah i mean but you're right you know and i think part of that comes from 
you know, being really privileged to, you know, when I grew mm-hmm. growing up, your parents, your grandparents all wanted you to go to Kamehameha schools, right? Yeah. Everybody's testing seventh, right. eighth, ninth, every single year. So to get there, you almost have a responsibility to your family to, to do something good, at least in my generation. Right. You pili to hula. Yep. Is is there anything else now that you're you're in a, a Hawaiian school? Is there, was there anything else that led you to hula? Led you to you know not only not only the practice of hula but the art of hula. Um, what else? What else did you pili to? Any any other things? I think Hawaiian language. Mm, so right, okay. I think when I was in when I was in school, Hawaiian language is hard. Learning a language oh, is hard, yeah. right? So um, hula was easy for me. I mm. always did hula, but learning language, I took it for granted mm. that how much of the culture is carried just in language, right? So you don't know the right words for all these different wins. You don't really know what you're dancing about. So yeah. I mean, just learning language was so huge. Where'd you go after Kamehameha? After Kamehameha, I went to UH. Nice. What did you what you study at UH? I started with special ed. Okay. I was working with special oh, the, education okay. kids, yeah, out in uh, Waipahu, and then, oh my gosh, it, it's rough. Did you w- did you ever use cultural practices? So now you getting into special ed. Were there little things that you would incorporate into now your professional life? Mm-hmm. Well, I think they always tapped me to do the mm-hmm. sort of token Hawaiian stuff, right? So right. I would start, you know, mm-hmm. teaching to mm-hmm. the kindergarten class or whatever class yeah. they they wanted May Day. That's when they oh. come to us. <laughs> right. And I think at that time, I, I mean, at that time, I was just too young to like, yeah, um, sort of intentionally bring culture into what I was doing. That comes way later. Which is this conversation I like to ask, and some people think it's weird to ask or have. When did you realize you were Kanaka? Because, right, we, we grow up, yeah, we have an understanding. But like you just said, it's like, okay, they're going to call you for Mayday. They're going to call you for this. But then there's a time that you realize, whoa, the stuff that I was taught I'm doing, I, I, this, that's my kulena. I have to do this. That's what makes me Kanaka. I feel like you don't realize you are until you have to fight for something, oh, right? That's until a good someone one. brings up something and you're like, wait, oh, we are different, right? That's so we're all one. local cult- uh-huh. culture, but there's something that makes Native Hawaiians have an extra layer of, I don't know whether it's, you know, being blockaded from mm-hmm. things or being prevented from doing things. So, yeah, I think it's when you're that, first told you cannot do something. Wow, that's a, I, when you have to fight for something. That's a good yeah. one. Um, so now that you, of course, yeah, you, like you said, we do the token things. We got to do the May Days and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, was, there, was there a time? So how long were you in education or special ed? I was in special ed. Gosh, I can't even remember. Three or four years. Hmm. Yeah. And you, you started to realize, okay, this is just not about May Day. It's not about this. Yeah. I got to do more. Uh, did you start doing that? No, actually, I was I was done with school. I didn't want to no be in way. school anymore. So then I took a break from UH, and then I went to work for Aloha Airlines, and then it was 9-11, and then we all got wow. fired. Yeah. We are talking culture right here on Culturized. Uh, hit the notification bell. Thanks a lot for joining us on YouTube. This is Culturized. This show is sponsored by Hawaiian Telecom, Hawaii's technology leader. For all your money needs, Hawaiian Financial Federal Credit Union is here for you. Visit HiFiCU.com. That's HiFi, letter C, letter U, dot com. Hey, thanks a lot for joining us right here at Culturized. Don't forget, don't forget, don't forget. It's <laughs> you called, want it's called, it's called Pigeon Tourette's sometimes. <laughs> no forget, huh? Uh, don't forget to hit the notification. It is. Do you not have, do you don't have uh, Pigeon it Tourette's sometimes? It comes out when I'm upset, yes. Right? I get excited. It's like, <laughs> 
Uh, don't forget to hit the notification button. Subscribe. We're sitting down with Makanani Salah, and we're talking about you know commitment, school, halava, and 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 cultural things. You you studied, and you went into uh, special ed. You took a break. Um, of course, uh, 9/11 happened, and then you continued school though, right? I went Did back to school after 9/11. Wow. Yeah. What you what same thing? No. Then by then I had realized I'm never going to graduate in education, <laughs> and so my parents. And I think even my grandparents, everyone was like, don't go into Hawaiian studies. Don't do mm. it. And, you know, what are you going to do with the degree? Right, right. And so I was like, well, I'm closest to graduating and this is what I'm interested in. So mm. then I went to Kamaka Kualani and then, you know, I had Haunani K. Trask before she retired. You know, Lili Kala, Kamele Hiva, wow. John Osorio when he was still in the classroom, Kanalu Young. So all you were the stalwarts. At that, wow, yeah. you were at that era when, when they, because I remember studying UH and they were just at their like associate yeah. perfect lectures yeah. and you caught them when they were at the height of their like movement i think it was more towards the um once they were starting to sunset a little bit in terms they're, of just their age and their, like they were like legends yeah, they were legends <laughs> they, were, they legends, were legends already right? you know i mean they could show up and not have any notes and just be be brilliant you know like let's see i would say they're, they're walking encyclopedias oh, so totally. so you you finished yeah um and it was specifically hawaiian studies hawaiian studies ba now, I want to fast forward to today. So you, you went away to mm-hmm. the continent for a while. I went away. I applied to a, a PhD program at University of California, Irvine. Wow. Yeah, so I got a fellowship. So then I couldn't say no, right? right. I was like, oh, my God, they're <laughs> going to pay for it. Oh, gosh. So then I got in the history program, and I, I applied there to work with a particular professor, Dr. Adrian Imana, and she's a Punahou grad. Um, but she's written some really uh, groundbreaking research on both you know hula in america mm-hmm. and uh kalau papa so you, currently mm-hmm. you're in your the pt what what is what is your focus is it going to be just history or you're going to stay in hawaiian history or um like when i talked to dr umi perkins it's like i want to change the history book yeah i think i think that's the goal for a lot of native peoples and you know yeah. the people the thing that i learned uh uc irvine you know being in a class with a russian specialist mm. and a southeast asian specialist is that now i'm looking at the world or the hawaiian world from you know twenty thousand feet above and looking at hawaiian history very much in comparison to things that are happening worldwide and in the u.s and for me that changed a lot of the way that i think yeah. i i like that because Kavakahiko, even even our monarch and our, our Ali, they were they were like you, they were or you were like them. They were a they were worldly thinkers. So historically, I mean, we we is it correct to say we had relationships with other countries? Oh, for sure, they were super worldly. And if you look at the Hawaiian language newspapers, they mm. were bringing in stories from all you know all over the place. They were talking about anatomy of an elephant or you know different exotic animals you would never see here they're bringing in pictures or sketches of them and describing what the animal looks like. And I think we think of Hawaii as very isolated, but we were not, like we were in it because Hawaiians could read so early. So they knew all of this stuff. And they were traveling at the Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Um, when, when are you, are you soon, your PhD? I'm finishing 2023. Nice. Yes. Okay, now we fast forward today. Your title, correct me if I'm wrong, yes. Uh, you came back home. Yeah. Now, before we get into the title, coming back home, was that kuleana? Was that you just felt like, I just need to do this? or Actually, was, I mean, it was a COVID thing. So ah, I I went up, yeah, I went up to California with two boys, 
myself, and then I had the third baby up in California. And my husband stayed home, right? So I was up there with the kids working on the PhD. And then COVID happened. So I was, yeah, I was supposed to take my comprehensive exams, but everything got shut down. So I ended up coming home at spring break and comping from, you know, the computer that summer. And you are now, you come home, you're the executive director of culture and arts for the city and county of Honolulu. You almost had it. No. It's a long title. It's just the executive director of the mayor's office of culture and the arts. Or the mayor's or Rick's office. (laughs) Yes, the mayor's office. I I, I can say (laughs) Okay, good luck with that. that, That's perfect for you, right? Yeah. It... I, I like how, now did you know when you came back that, that this was going to happen? No, I didn't know. If you're joining us, this is Culturize. We're talking about culture in politics, not politics, in the government, right? That's just politics. <laughs> oh, we got to do Makanani Salah right here on Culturize. Culturize, brought to you by Beachside Roofing, the leaders. Poncho Solar is specialized in providing energy solutions throughout Hawaii since 1987. Call us at 808-773-7384. Hey, what's up? How's it? Aloha. Welcome to Culturized. My name is Makani. This is a space where we get to share, talk, uh, and learn culture. And speaking of culture, um, we're sitting with Makanani Salah. I'm, I'm going to destroy it again, but you're, you're just the director of the Mayor's Office of Culture and Arts. There you go. Mean. I got him. Um, it's now, did you know that was going to come up when you came home or you just came home and it's like, I'm coming home and whatever happens, happens. I came home in the summer. I had to read, you know, 250 books and take my exam. So that's really all I was doing, right, is studying these five lists of books, which ends up uh-huh. being about 250 books. So when I was done, I was like, I'm not doing anything. Right. And then, you know, mayor got elected. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, I don't know, something resonated with me the way he was, you know, talking mm-hmm. about change and just hiring people. Mm-hmm you know, that they want to do good. So that's what made me throw my name in the hat, wow. the proverbial hat. I, so what what is involved? So you got the title. Yep. You obviously have the Ike and the Mana'o for it. Um, and so how you talked about, you know, when you were doing special ed, they would call you, you're, you're, the, you're the token, right, mm-hmm. Hawaiian. Can you do this? Can you do that? Is it different? in the mayor's office when it comes to culture because we Hawaii is the host culture and 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 that's what we have to recognize um do they see it a lot deeper do they see it as you see it I think you know everything is thrown off because of COVID right Mm -hmm. so a lot of the Hawaiian or cultural work Mm -hmm. that we would do it comes through events or supporting community events which are you know Uh done right now so um in my office what I've been doing is just trying to get everyone in the city or every department on board to put diacriticals into all of our all of our stuff so I do monthly lessons with you know city workers department of permitting and planning the people that make the signs Uh to show them how to like (laughs) and you know they are so into it okay so we're gonna continue this but (laughs) I just thought no I just thought of something um what sign would you like changed (laughs) no somebody went a little bit a little bit excited on the okinas um What street is it? I have to show it to you. Yes, please. I took a picture of it and I was like, "What? What is it? Do you not remember what street it was?" Man, I'm, I'm gonna figure it okay. out and hopefully I'll find the picture and we'll post it right on here as we're talking. Oh, it was it was like an Okina in between two consonants. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Is that is that a Native American yeah. word? I don't know." So you actually that's part of your responsibility. No, that's not part. I made it part of my responsibility. I like that. You know, who's, I, who's was it first? 
I mean, I they don't just think there is it? a responsibility. Wow. I mean, they look so. I understand because they didn't have the expertise. Nobody uh-huh. had the expertise, right. right? You're not hiring somebody right. that can do Hawaiian language. So it was just easier or better um, for them to use no diacriticals. And so uh-huh. it went back to, well, you know, in the newspapers, there's no diacriticals, but we have a modern orthography. And so it worked when you were a native speaker and you didn't need the diacriticals. You got it from context. But when you can't know context, you need the diacriticals to help you. How's the sorry. P- how's the PhD? I know. No, sorry, that, no, that, I'm sorry. I, no, that is good because I would I would use that. I would yeah. use because my kupuna never used it. But yeah. like you just said, because they spoke Hawaiian. that's what I mean. <laughs> that you would just know. So mayor's office is actually lucky mm. because they have someone like you. Not not only you're there just because it's culture and arts, but you have this ikea If you see a street sign, now they can be like, hey, let's call Makanani's office yeah. and, and and let's look at that. Um, what other things are you are is your kuleana? What are you responsible for when it comes to culture and art? Is it just native Hawaiian culture? No, I think it's all cultures, right? And so a lot of it is the way that most big cities have an office office of culture mm. and the arts, and it's responsible for sort of like social culture, mm. right? And mostly related to art. So one of mm. our big projects is we take care of the uh, city's art collection, which is you know huge maintenance of all of the monuments and the mm-hmm. statues. Uh, we've recently taken on the sister city program, so we partner with all international cities to do exchanges. I'm trying to think of it. So that would be like all the the Kalakaua statues. Yeah, Kalakaua the Kuhio statues. Kuhio. Um, we have Kapi'olani at Kapi'olani Park. And how about like is is it that Shinto kind by UH? You know, the uh, right across from Down to Earth. Would it be things like that as well? Uh, things that are owned by the city, but some of those are private or owned oh, by the okay. state. So okay. we're sort of the city version of the State Foundation on Culture and the Arts. If you ever wondered who is, who's Kuleano, who is responsible for culture uh, within the city and county of Honolulu specifically, we're sitting with her right now. Uh, if you're joining us on YouTube, we got the extended version because I want to talk to you a little bit more about culture and what you do with the city and county. Uh, hit the notification bell, subscribe. You got any questions uh, about culture? and the arts within the mayor's office. And that would be Rick, that guy. This is Culturize. Thanks for joining us. Hey, what's up? How's it? Aloha. Welcome to Culturize. My name is Makani. This is the space where we get to share, talk, and learn a culture. Not just Native Hawaiian culture, but all cultures that make up Hawaii. If you've ever uh, wanted to learn about it and, 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 and think about it, I, I always have this thing in my head that if we just learn a little bit about everybody's culture, we're going we're gonna to be a, a lot better uh, and we can all go to Long's or get along. Uh, <laughs> right? Because think about how think about when you go to Long's, yeah. the people you meet. Talk story with just it's a book, isn't it? That's, the people you meet at I think so. I think somebody wrote it anyway. Um, culture and art in and in, in the city and county, Honolulu specifically. Um, how many I, okay, let me get to this first before I forget. I know you're not in charge of it, or maybe you are that that um, the water at the state capitol. Oh, yeah, what what. <laughs> Can they? That's I, a state thing. I know it's a state thing, but I know yeah. you. I know you have some ties. Can you just turn that into a loi or something? Can you just tell them or can I? Mean, I mean, that's a great idea, right? But you would think. I don't know. I know it's not your jurisdiction. Might, you know, it might be considered an art piece, in which case you can't change that's, well, anything. See, that's about what it. they said. They, they yeah. said it was it's part of the architectural yes. design because it's a volcano. Because it's a volcano, water, right? And it's yeah. anyway. I just thought of that now. But as we talk about I'll culture and arts, please, because I know you know some people. <laughs> Um, how many 
art pieces that the, the city and county do they own it or they they just met wow we own it oh my gosh marion's gonna kill me i don't know this off the top i want to say it's like 1100 pieces of art so it's everything that's in every city building we own that right wow. so the paintings the you know we just did a brand new uh, glass and metal sculpture on the outside of Ho'ula fire station all of that is part of the city's art collection the ev that are at um, by the zoo, Kapi'olani Park. The, Those are part of our collection. Kapai Mahu is part of our collection. No way. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, and now you that's part of your kuleana. You have to maintain those. Yes. You have to make sure. Um, my, my mind is blown right now. What is um, what is one of the, the I would, not the word unusual. What is one art piece that you're just like, whoa. That's I mean, I think you, you hit it. I mean, when I first found out that Kapai Mahu and the, the iwi that are there are part of our collection, I was like, oh, my God, we shouldn't be. Because it's we're, we specialize in art, right? Mm-hmm. But I think there wasn't a place or an office that could take on these cultural things. So we have it. Uh, luckily, there are community organizations who do all of that, as I think they should, mm-hmm. right? People right. from that place mm-hmm. whose job is to maintain iwi, because I'm not going to have one of our contractors be like, oh, yeah, go clean the, <laughs> go, go clean the rocks that the bones are on. No, inappropriate. Right? You just start using some chemical oh and stuff God. and start, start yeah. cleaning it. Is, are there things that, that you do that, 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 as far as culture and arts department goes, that... Um, are there times that you feature? Say, okay, we have Kuhio Parade, mm. right? We have Kamehameha. Are there times that you feature or share with the community, even the visitor? Because in Waikiki, I don't think a lot of people realize mm. the the cultural sites and the Fahipana that are, you know, oh, Helimoya, but like that, the the those statues. Nobody. Is there things that you guys do to feature those? It's hard to say. So there are lay drapings, right? But that's, mm. um, say, for example, Prince Kuhil's mm. birthday, the Hawaiian Civic mm. Clubs come together. But in terms of celebrating them with, like, events, not as much, you know. There's not very many. And and my next question is, was there? Like, so say the Ibi that's there, the one by the zoo, and, mm-hmm. then, and then by Mahu. Were there things that they did that you know of in, in the old days that they would... I pay respect. What was the word I'm looking for? Where's their protocol to these things? Oh, I'm. I would guarantee you there was. Yeah. But I think also with things like Evie and you know, sort of sacred mm. stones, they are very specific kuleana for specific people, and okay. only they do them. And it's not for them to sort of ho'olaha. Oh yeah, by the way, this is what we <laughs> do to take care of these, right? It's sort of it's a well kept secret. Because I've run into that. I've run into some people that that automatically claim that this is this is my kulin. I have to malama this. I'm like, okay, mm, yeah. right? Um, I I was I was given kuliana during the kuhio prayed to to malama the kuhio statue, mm. and I remember one day I was there and I was um, it was right. Remember, I don't know if you're back yet, but somebody um, spray painted. Yes. And I was just like, what is going on? So I was, I was cleaning it, and, and some people came over, and I hate to say it's other local people. It's like, oh, what are you doing over here? Yeah. I'm like, well, I, I was given kuleana by the Kuhio Civic Club, blah, 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 blah. and they were just like, no, that's ours. And I was like, ooh, okay. So I understand that, but it's, it's how would somebody go about doing that if they said, oh, would they call you? And be like, oh, I want to go malama this. Mm. Is there records of whose responsibility that is? I know, the, it's your, I know it's sitting county. There are but. records, but the only people that we allow to, not allow, mm. I mean, it belongs to the public. Right. But 
like the stones and Kapaimahu um, and the ivy are, you know, they're very just cultural pieces. But the Duke statue, Kuhio statue, Kalakawa, those are brass, you know, very, uh-huh. very expensive things that need specialized care. So we do all the maintenance, but yeah, we contract all the maintenance out. Is it whose statue they just had to paint? Kapiolani Bandstand. We just did that's, a post on Kapiolani Bandstand. So you, you that's your that's kulen us. too. Yes. Wow. Besides, besides art pieces, what mm. other things are you responsible for culturally? For culturally, or, or even non non Hawaiian things. Yeah. What What are you responsible for? Oh gosh, Sister City is our sort of our biggest other project right now, mm. and so what we're trying to do is get a handle on the city's sort of thirty seven sister city relationships, and you know their economic development, mm. educational development, tourism development. We handle all of the international correspondence. So you you can actually you you have a hand in in the visitor industry in in some Absolutely. sort of way. Yeah. Um, I I always I would always say this. I would always say how come we we need to do more culturally based marketing mm-hmm. on airplanes, mm-hmm. on hotels, on the street. Um, who do we see for that? You. No, but the marketing plan comes from Hawaii Tourism Authority, right? So they just came out with a destination management action plan. They call it DMAP. So every county has their Uh own, right? So right now, that's what we're working through. So we are working with the Oahu Visitors Bureau, too. What kind of things are they looking at? See, this is, I always had this, I always had this theory that this pandemic happened. I thought it was a perfect opportunity for Hawaii not to re, uh, remarket itself, but revisit 150 years ago why people came here now this is our chance to 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 show the Hawaiian culture Mm -hmm. you know because sometimes thousands of people come to Hawaii they they come and they visit and they stay and they leave having no idea there's a culture there's a language they 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 have they have no idea Um, is so there's a movement for that is 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 it fair to say there's a movement for sure I mean it's it's a concerted effort and a plan for what they're calling regenerative tourism oh that's right regenerative Mm. tourism so getting you know Whole, not even just native Hawaiian groups, uh-huh. but groups that Malama Aina to start mm. offering things to tourists and starting to, we can't really regulate, right? We right. can't regulate how yeah. many people come yeah. in on a plane. Yeah. But the things that we can control, how do we sort of move the needle towards having visitors come who are responsible and who take care of the place we wait the way that we want them to, right? We mm. teach you how to be when you come to our house. I like it. I like it. Yeah. And and that is how we we talk culture from because a lot of people. I, I hate to say it, but you know, local people, we get we have a good namu namu in the garage, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, how come, that, how come they don't do this? How come they don't do that? Uh, you know what I mean? But we have a chance because yeah. we, it, it's, yes, it's the city and county, but we have a voice and we can see you and we can do uh, culture and arts. Um, is, is there, when it comes to halal, here's another thing I thought of. I'm totally throwing things at you. I always thought they should make a law or something, something that says if a halal, hula halal, or any kind of halal has a space that they're leasing or renting that you just cannot let them go. Because think about all the, not only the pandemic, but a lot of times, you know, lease, mm-hmm. you got to pay, goes mm-hmm. high, it's go. Because a lot of people think, oh, you're halal, you must, you must be making profits, yeah. right? Um, is there, or could they do something like that? Protect, protecting, I don't know, what. I'm just throwing things out there, protecting Hawaiian culture in that sense. I mean, so now I'm shooting from the hip now. Yeah. Let's all let's get the disclaimer, I'm shooting from the hip. But I mean, we can't really, the, the government, as they shouldn't be regulating a certain amount of things. Right. Right? So private property, yeah. 
I know. We can't really I, regulate. I, but on city property, I think you've you've hit a hit a really um, important point, which is you know it's very easy for sports groups mm-hmm. to go and rent out spaces in the park, mm-hmm. and it's sort of they know what to mm-hmm. do. I think the process is a little bit um, it's not as well known. So mm-hmm. part of our job is to educate people to let them know. Look, this is how you access, and this is how oh. you get. You know. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So if you ever if you ha- if you're a cultural <laughs> practitioner, I know call the caller. If you're a cultural practitioner, and and there's ways if you need a a, a vahi, if you need a pa mm-hmm. to to practice whatever you're practicing, um, there's a, there's a way to do that. Um, I want to say mahalo, mahalo, mahalo for being here. Um, last minute last minute there's so much more we want to talk about if if you're joining us on youtube uh, hit the notification bell subscribe to us uh executive director it's long executive director of the mayor's office of culture and arts we call it mocha for short mocha (laughs) yeah mocha not to be confused with this mocha (laughs) and how long how long do you stay in that do you stay until until mayor's power considered an appointee so you serve at the pleasure of the mayor the, you serve at the pleasure. Of I mean, you know, I, no, technically, no, no. right? I, it, just, it just sounds weird. Anyway, so that that is it. Culture, and, and if you didn't know, yes, our city and county, even at the state level, there are cultural departments. So if you have any questions, how, what, where, and why, you get in touch with her. Mahalo, mahalo for being here. This is Culturized. Don't forget, notification button. Uh, subscribe. i got to thank Sundot for the uh, papale. And of course, all of you for joining us. This is Culturized. Mm-hmm.